Welcome to Taiwan Talk. I'm Sheree Felice, and this week I'm joined by photographer and artist Cody Ellingham, the mind behind the interactive Future Cities Taipei installation. Listen in as he tells me about his inspirations, his life as a wandering artist, and the work that goes into creating a vision of the future. Cody, welcome to Taiwan Talk. Why don't you explain to me what Future Cities Taipei is and what brought you to Taiwan? Okay, so Future Cities is something that actually started in Tokyo last year. I've been based in Tokyo for the last five years, doing photography and digital art. I actually went to Taiwan for the first time last year to print my photo book in October last year, and I was really inspired to kind of create something a little bit more powerful than just images. You know, I wanted to create an experience for people, so I went back to Tokyo. I hooked up with a couple of my friends, Ruben Fro and SJF, and we kind of came together to build this show, taking people on a journey through dreams of the future. That was in Tokyo, and then we decided, well, we might as well come back and do it again in its spiritual home, which is Taipei. So we've got our show coming up next week, and we're really excited. Is this installation based on the future of what Taiwan would look like? Yeah. So the way it works is, I mean, as I said last year, we did our show in Tokyo, but really it, it was inspired by my time living in Taiwan because I was here for about a month while I printed my photo book, and just the vibrancy of this city really inspired me. So we went back to Tokyo. We gave it a shot for just two days. We had the show. We scanned Tokyo. We made this journey through Tokyo. But this time round. We're coming back to Taipei, and we're scanning Taipei. We're making this journey through the, the past and the future of Taiwan. I think people are going to recognize parts of their city, and that's really the beauty of future cities. Is each time we go to a city, we're doing new show, and you have to be there to see it. Two days only. My friend Ruben, he's coming later today, arriving in Taiwan, and for the next week, we're going to be scanning the city, and making music, basically being inspired by this beautiful place. Tell me, what is the installation like? It says interactive, but it doesn't really give a lot of detail of what the art installation is going to be like. Like. Yeah, you really have to be there to see it. What it is is we've been projecting onto the walls of buildings to kind of activate them to become the story. So we've been projecting this journey through the city, and it is interactive. People can come in, and it's very ambient. And um, we have these controllers that you can use, and you can fly through a dream of the city in real time. You can bring your friends, or you can just enjoy it by yourself. It's really a, a sublime experience, and we've had people stay for thirty minutes, an hour, just enjoying this kind of wandering experience. Do you have any other cities in mind? Or have you done any other cities besides Tokyo and Taipei? Okay, so we're very excited. You're going to be the first person to find out. We're actually doing a show in Wellington in New Zealand in June this year. Now it's going to be our biggest show yet. We're collaborating with Lomas Festival to deliver a, an experience over one week. Um, and we've got two very exciting locations in mind for that. So the dates for that are June 14th to the 22nd of June, and more details will emerge. <laughs> If since it's two days long and it's an interactive installation, does each day differ, or is it the same thing each day? That's the beauty. The beauty of the show is that it actually unfolds over time. So based on what people have done and the inputs that we get, so it's very dynamic and it actually changes each time. So, it does. Yeah. Okay. So it's never it's never the same. So okay, let's. Paint a picture. So, if I were to go to this uh, April twenty first, you said correct? April twentieth and twenty first. April twentieth and twenty first. Saturday so if, and Sunday. Yeah. Okay. So if I were to go to this April twentieth, I'm able to give you my feedback. So then the installation will change according to what maybe not exactly what I think, but what a, a majority of people will think in yeah, the installation. It's, it's it's not something that's necessarily conscious. Basically, the way you interact with the show using these controllers, the way that people move through the venue, um, we're able to actually bring that information into the show. To dynamically change it. Okay. Yeah. So it's really we use a lot of inputs in this because we've built this system for for showing showcasing this uh, this journey. So 
each time people come through, each time people interact with the artwork, it actually changes itself. Okay, yeah. I see. You said you were inspired by Taiwan, but how did you come up with the idea to make this piece? I mean, just hanging out with some of my friends in Taiwan, you know, hooning around on scooters, um, seeing just the way that Taiwan in many ways it resembles, you know, Tokyo, but it also resembles other places in the world, you know, mega cities, and just this this dynamic vibrancy to the place, you know, the skyscrapers and then the markets and all of this stuff. There was so much energy to it, and, and I wanted to be able to show that more than just video, more than just photography, but actually to feel what that is like. How long did you live in Taiwan for? I was here for a month last year. And how long are you here now? I'm here three weeks. What other art projects have you done in Asia? Okay, so this Future Cities is actually part of a bigger project called Derive. And Derive is this idea of wandering the world's megacities, right? Um, so I, I spend a lot of time in the middle of the night going out into the places like Hong Kong, Shanghai, Tokyo, and trying to capture really the essence of these cities and turning that into photography and artwork. At night? Yes. How does the city change between day and night? I mean, it's literally day and night, right? But yeah. actually, um, you know, the city itself, it, it really emerges in the night. There's sort of this dreamscape to it, you know, and you can kind of imagine things and then they come to reality. Yeah. I like how quiet the streets are at night. I yeah. think it's really nice. I know that you've made these installations to show what Taipei is going to potentially look like in the future, correct? Yeah, that's the big thing, okay? So it's not what the future might look like because nobody knows, right? Right. If you try to guess the future, you just come up with something like the Jetsons, right? (laughs) And what we're really doing here on a conceptual level is we're thinking, okay, someone from the future, when they imagine the past, they're going to be imagining our present, right? So we scan that. We scan the present city as it is, and then we bring that into our system and we we create artwork based on that. So they're remembering the past, which is, for them, it's the past. For us, it's the present. And then somewhere in between there is the future. Very interesting. And so your installation isn't going to have, for lack of a more eloquent term, flying cars or anything. It's just going to be more, I guess I don't really, I I guess even through your explanation, I can't really picture what it's going to be like. Yeah, no one can. Okay. You you have to see it to believe it, right? All right. And that's the really, the beauty of future cities is we're not making these things up. It's not just pulling science fiction out of nowhere. We're actually making it based on the city as it is and then trying to take that on a conceptual journey to the future. Okay. And it's all at night, correct? Exactly. Do you have, does it have kind of a nightmarish quality to it? I don't think so. Kind of dark? It's it's a very family-friendly thing. You know, we've had people bring their their children to the show. It's something that I think a lot of different people can enjoy. Um, If anything, I would describe it as as ambient, um, very mellow, um, and very introspective. Okay, so let's talk about you for a little bit. (laughs) So where are you from? Okay, so I'm from a very small town um, on the east coast of New Zealand, near Hastings. I spent the first 19 years of my life there, and uh, I spent a lot of time wandering the mountains, fishing, hunting, that sort of thing. But one day I just sort of had this divine inspiration to just go to uh, the mega city, and I ended up in Tokyo, and I spent five years there doing photography, art direction, creative work. And um, now I travel, I photograph, and uh, I create. Have you always been an artist? Since you've gotten into your adult professional life. Really, going to Japan changed my life. So my, I kind of consider my artistic career emerged when I first went to Tokyo. Um, before that, I was interested in, you know, in creating things, but really it was activated once I was in Japan. Great. What about Japan activated it? Uh, there was just something that the density of, of the city, of Tokyo in particular, um, the literary history, the, the visual history, um, and there was all these connections that really started to activate in my mind. And, and I took that and um, I really worked on it. And it took a little while to really get into the swing of it. But now 
Um, you know, I'm able to do my photography, I'm able to create content, and I'm able to do what I love. Where are you currently based right now? I'm kind of a little bit in between the worlds. I've been in New Zealand for the last couple of months working on a project over there. Okay. Um, I flew from there straight to Taiwan, and then in a couple of weeks I'm heading off to Shanghai. Um, oh, okay. So I'm all kind of, yeah, no fixed abode at the moment. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Where do you think you'll end up then? Do, is you going to have this kind of nomadic plan for now, or are you going to do see Taiwan in your future living here? I'd love to spend a bit of time in Taiwan. I really love the idea of nomadic creative wandering, but for me, there's always going to be a place in my heart for Tokyo and always a place in the heart for my hometown in New Zealand. So maybe I'll end up there. Yeah. Who, who knows? Yeah, Tokyo, I've only been once, but it has a very futuristic vibe already to it. So that must have been fun to create. Yeah, not just future, but it's got a lot of history as well. Mm. And I think that's the dichotomy between those two that I find very fascinating. How did your installation do there? It really was, as I said, two days only, and we were blown away. You know, we had mm. hundreds of people come through. It was a success in terms of delivering the, the experience that I had intended. And it really gave me the validation that this was something that I need to really commit my life to, this idea of creating experiences for people as an art form. After this, what are you doing in Shanghai? In Shanghai? I'm looking to take a, a little bit of time to photograph the city again. I went last year, absolutely inspiring place. It is the future. You know, there's just so much going on in Shanghai. You think more so than Tokyo? Tokyo is, it's a funny thing, Tokyo is really a future imagined 30 years ago. Shanghai is a future imagined today, so it's a little bit of a different beast. So I'm going to be there for a week shooting hopefully what's going to be my next photo book. Okay, Yeah. cool. How many photo books do you have? I've just done one for the moment. Um, mm -hmm. I do it on Kickstarter, so that was funded on Kickstarter and it was exploring some of the housing projects in Tokyo and in Japan. And that was a great success, so I'm looking to do something similar again this year. I would actually really like you to explain more about what you just said about Shanghai being the future that is imagined now and Tokyo the future that was imagined 30 years ago. I'd like you to explain that. Why do you say that? So that's a really interesting idea, right? So Tokyo had its boom in the, in the 80s, 1980s. And so there was all this kind of futuristic architecture that emerged around that time imagining kind of what the future would look like. And we look at it today, and it looks quite dated, right? But it's still quite funky. And so if you look at the original, like, Blade Runner movies and all of that, you know, those films from, from that period, they kind of look like what Tokyo began looking like. Whereas Shanghai has only really just been emerging in the last sort of 10 to 15 years. And so the architecture and the city itself that's emerging today, it's kind of an unknown territory. And so there's all this kind of science fiction, cyberpunk elements going into the city itself. And, you know, going there and it's, it's a thunderstorm outside, a little bit of rain, you see the red lights of the city and the highway, and it absolutely is, you know, an, an image of the future. What did you th feel about Hong Kong? Because you said you spent time there as well. Yeah, I, I did a... Um, a couple of days in Hong Kong last year, um, actually after being in Taiwan. And for me as well, that city is uh, incredibly inspiring vertically. I mean, it's, it's unparalleled. But also the density of the city. I found the hustle of the city also very inspiring as well. I think there's a, there's a lot to sort of take from all these different places, right? And that's why I find it's important to travel and to go to these different cities and take from each one and sort of combine that to create new artwork. Do you see a lot more Chinese influence over the city or do you see it as more of a foreign city? Because I've, I've met a lot of people who say that they've gone to Hong Kong and they don't really see it as Chinese. Yeah, I mean, this is one of the kind of the core questions which I ask with my work and that's, well, what is a city? And so for Hong Kong, you know, I was really inspired by a lot of the colonial architecture. Mm. So you have these old police stations and old buildings and then right next door you have mega skyscrapers. 
harbours. For me, I was really it reminded me a lot of Wellington in New Zealand. It's a harbour city. You know, there's a lot of sort of similar aspects to it with the buses and and just the look of the city. So definitely, I can see the inspir- you know the, the influences from from China, from, from the British colonial period, from all these different sources. And for me, that's what makes Hong Kong Hong Kong. And for, for the same for Shanghai, you know, there's a lot of French and British colonial architecture from the 1920s, and, and that's what makes you know the old districts of Shanghai. Um, each city has its unique story. So, what's your favorite city? I, actually, to be honest, you know, I think it has to be Taipei. Does it really? Yeah, I mean, I I lived in Tokyo for five years, but there's just something about you know the people here are so friendly, the food is so good, it's so easy to get around, and there's just yeah, there's there's sort of a vibrancy and an energy here. So I'm I'm really keen to spend a bit more time here, but yeah, I would say Taipei has to be probably my favorite city so far. I know you said you you did a lot of work in New Zealand because you're from there, and also in Asia. But have you thought about going more west? Have you done any installations in Europe or the United States? I okay. would like to do that. I think there's a lot of potential to take this, this concept and bring it to you know other countries, uh, Europe and the Americas. Um, in fact, the idea of derive this kind of concept, this word that I use to describe my work, uh, is actually a French word, deriva, and that was inspired by you know the wanderings of Paris. So I guess if we can. You know, if we can do it in Taipei, if we can do it in Tokyo, then why can't we do it in Paris or Berlin? So Derive is another collaborative company that you started, or what is it? It's it's kind of a, I, th- I like to think of it as a, a a group of creative human beings. So it's it's me and my friends, and we go out there, we photograph, we explore, we wander the cities, and we make stuff. So it's like your club, your artist club C- that you invented. Of, yeah. <laughs> okay, and do you and you guys are sponsoring Future Cities Taipei. Yeah, I mean, we you know we work on projects and we try to make you know viable financially. So that's a commercial project. We're selling tickets to come in. You know, we create videos. We do um, commission projects. Um, so we are a business in that sense. But really, we our main focus is the artwork. Okay, what would you say to people who want to become photographers or want to become the next you in retrospect? <laughs> How could they do that? I don't know. I mean, it's it's, it's a difficult path, right? It took mm-hmm. me a long time to work it out. How many years? I mean, really, it took four, four or five years. That's not that long. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it took a lot of ups and downs. I always think photography, it's a changing thing, right? It's not just about the technical aspect anymore. It's about creating journeys and a series of work, a body of work that kind of tells the story of what you're doing. I don't believe in snapshots. I believe a photo should tell the story of, of, of 50 years, you know, 100 years, all of time in one image. How do you capture that? You have to go and you have to really see things, right? And so I never photo. I, I very rarely photograph people. I'm almost always looking at places and architecture and landscapes um, because with that you can capture the story of time. Mm. And, and for me, that's really the challenge: is how do you tell the story of Hong Kong, not just today, but of the last hundred years? Wow, interesting. Tell me, you say it was ups and downs. What do you think are some of the hardest things about being an artist or trying to make it in this field? Uh, I can't tell you how many times I've been broke. I can't tell you how many times I've, had, you know, we've, I've been on the edge. But that's what sharpens the sword, right? You know, you can't do it on a full belly. You have to be hungry for it. And so, you know, I get up in the morning, I don't have breakfast, I just have a coffee and I go. I do it and I hustle. And that's something that if you can keep doing it and you can just you can keep nailing, nailing it, then, you know, I think you can do it. So after the success you've met now, how are you staying sharp? I try to keep humble. I know I've still got a long way to go. I'm very appreciative of my mentors and of, of the people around me. And I, I try to not let it get to my head, for sure. You know, I read a lot. I try to keep myself on the level. Who are some of your inspirations? I'm a big literary fan. Um, I read a lot of Japanese old stories from, you know, 100 years ago. Um, I love Mishima Yukio's work, a lot of the Japanese authors. Film, you know, everyone asks, well, you know, are you inspired by film? But, yeah, kind of, but not really. 
I mean, where my work comes from, it's really a, a more of a, a conceptual place. Um, I read a lot of philosophy, um, a lot of metaphysical stuff, and I bring that into the work. Okay, yeah. great. So if someone wanted to get their hands on one of your photo books, how would they go about doing that? Just go on, onto the internet and go to derive.tokyo, D-E-R-I-V-E.tokyo, and you can find it all there. And, okay, so if someone were to buy tickets or if someone want, is interested in going to this show, how do they go about it? Yeah, so the show is uh, April 20th and 21st, uh, 10 a.m. till 9 p.m., and it's at Venue in the basement first floor, number 10, Lane 107, Linton North Road, Zongshan, Taipei, and it's 200 Taiwan dollars at the door. So. At the door, so that you can't buy tickets in advance. No. It doesn't really matter what time they come. They're going to be able to have the same interactive yeah, experience. Yeah, just come anytime you like. Bring your friends, bring your family, and come in and enjoy Future Cities Taipei. Okay, great. Well, thank you so much for the interview. That's it for this week's episode of Taiwan Talk. I'd like to thank Cody once again for joining me this week. If you're interested in finding out more about Future Cities Taipei, head to the Future Cities Taipei Facebook page. As always, remember to take care of yourselves. I'm Sheree Felice.